You're listening to the Product Podcast from Product School, featuring the best product leaders from Silicon Valley and beyond. If you're an aspiring product manager looking for your first PM role or an experienced PM looking to level up your skills and advance your career, visit productschool.com to learn about our certificate courses and how we'll get you there. This season is all about product career advice. And when we say that, we mean everything from stepping into the world of product management to growing and succeeding in that role. Today, Twilio Head of Product, Eva Fang, will be sharing her thoughts on exactly what to do and what not to do as a product manager so that you can stand out from your peers and have a strong and successful career in product. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Product School, for giving me this opportunity to share my thoughts with all of you. A little about me. My name is Eva Fong. I'm the head of product for Twilio. Twilio is a cloud communication platform as a service company based in San Francisco, California. Twilio allows software developers to programmatically make and receive phone calls, send and receive text messages, and perform other communication functions using our web API services. Even if you haven't heard about Twilio, or you don't think you know Twilio, but very likely you may have used our products or service before, such as when your bank sends a verification code to you, your delivery confirmation text messages, or your appointment reminder phone calls. These might be all powered by Twilio. Before joining Twilio, I held uh, several leadership roles at Amazon Web Services, ServiceNow, Hewlett Parkard, and a number of startups. I'm a transplant to the US. I lived in the beautiful city of San Francisco now. I was born and raised in China, graduated from Nottingham Business School back in the UK. I worked in the UK, China, and the US, and I also manage several global teams now. So when I introduce myself, people always joking, wow, you're very international. So jokes aside, uh, today we're going to talk about three main topics. What are the core skills of a star product manager should possess? What are the common product manager pitfalls? And what is a career path looks like for a product manager? The reason I choose these three topics because nowadays, so much of a company's business success depends on the product managers. Product managers guide significantly invest of time and resource to deliver customer and business value for the company. Product management also has many flavors, and product managers may come from various backgrounds, such as engineering, marketing, operational, customer support, etc. But there are some commonalities. I see and I learned from the, some outstanding product managers. And there are some common mistakes I see along my career. So I'd like to share those with you and also talk about how can you grow your career as a product manager. Each of the topic could be a talk itself. And I aggressively combine all three in one talk just to give you an overview. This could be a conversation starter. And if you have any questions you want to discuss further, please feel free to reach out. You can find me on LinkedIn. Core skills. So you might have heard of star product manager, 10x product manager. What does it mean? It basically means like someone who is who who is doing so much better, like 10 times better at their job than their peers. So what do they look like? And what makes them stand out in the crowd? 
So let's take a look at their core skills. The first core skills they have is take ownership. They take ownership of their product. Everything related to their product is their responsibility. They never say, that's not my job. They think long-term, they don't sacrifice long-term value for short-term results. Great product managers live to address their customers' problems and rarely satisfy them until the customer expresses the delight in their solution. So don't focus on the MVP, minimal viable product. Focus on the MLP, minimal lovable product first, and start from there. So in practice, when you're trying to launch a product, if there's any dependencies on the other teams, if it's the PM's job to align the roadmap with stakeholders, if there are any challenges, it's the PM's job to solve the problems. PM should not just sit there and wait and let the whole team stop there because the ball is on the other team's court. Set up to lead as needed, roll up sleeves to help your team drive and deliver. Don't limit yourself to do only the work listed on your job description. And to be, to be honest, and product manager is a role that doesn't have a script you can follow. So if there's anything you need to get done, you need to find a way to get it done. If there's a vacuum, you will need to fill it. So the second skill I see from these star product managers is they know their customers deeply. They know what the customers care about. I like the customer obsession leadership principle from Amazon because I think it described how is described what does know your customer mean. The leadership principle sounds like this. Leaders start with customer and work backwards. They work vigorously to earn and keep customer trust. Although leaders pay attention to competitors, they obsess over customers. So star product managers spend the time to deeply understand the customers and solve problems from their perspective, earn trust through every single interaction. So let me give you an example. I learned this example from a legendary product manager at AWS. So this is the scenario. Well, when I tell you, okay, let's build a product for bikers. Our customers are bikers. All right, I'm sure there are some images pop up in your head, like what's the customer should look like? Okay, so what types of bikers are you thinking now? Is it like Mr. Armstrong type of bikers? Or is Heels and Andrews type of bikers? I'm sure we have different preference here already, or different understanding of the customer's community. So if we don't understand our customers well, categorize them. If we're trying to build a product that makes everybody happy, we'll build a product like this. Ta-da, a moped, right? This moped has everything. It has a wheel, handlebar, mirrors. It can even go fast, maybe. But will any of our customers be happy? I don't think so. So know your customers deeply means as a PM, you know what they care about. Segment customers based on use case. Put numbers behind each segment. Ask the questions such as, why do customers, what do customers do today? What is the status quo today? What's wrong with the status quo? 
And what are the pain points our customers facing? And what are the pain points financially important to our customers? In practice, the star product managers communicated to the customer problems clearly to the engineer team. Define the core value proposition in one sentence. Like, why do you think and you expect the customers to should buy or use your product or service? Internalize the technical details of the solution, then present it to the customers. Product managers are the director of the show. Star product managers go beyond just work with engineering and design teams. They conduct everything going on in all aspects of product lifecycle, from R&D, build a product with the developer and engineering and design team, to work with the marketing and sales team, take the product to market, and also enables customer success team, customer support team, operational team to fully equip them so they can support the product, and then collect the feedback from the field, from all the stakeholders, from the customer, so you can iterate on your product. And there's also like manage the finance part, manage the legal part. So everything is your responsibility and product manager is the center and director of the show. Martin Erickson, the co-founder and curator of Mind the Product blog, proposed a simple but powerful diagram. So he said there are three elements, the user experience, the technology, and the business. The product managers sit in the middle. So, and his quote is, a good product manager must be experiencing at least one, passionate about all three, and conversant with the practitioners in all. So on the business side, the product managers should focus on creating value for customers and ultimately for your company also by connecting business objectives to product outcomes. On the user experience side, customers should understand and empathy, have to develop the empathy to get into know your customers, understand how they operate, how they run their business, and what the pain points are. And on the technology side, the product managers develop an understanding of your technology platform and how how engineering team works. What are the limitations? What can you work with? And make sure yourself is available to your development team to clarify questions and discuss priorities, collaborate on solution, solution and solution options, and make trade-offs. So as product people, I think we all know what's our day like. It's very busy. A lot of people come to you, ask for a lot of things. So when you are has done addressing issues and dealing with day-to-day demands, it's very easy to neglect strategy. A star product manager is able to invest the time in exploring and planning for the future, also strong on the execution. They can switch time between execution and strategy, which requires discipline because they will almost, there's, there will be almost always something that is urgent, demanding your time. In practice, acting strategically includes understanding customers, understanding the market, Think about your overall vision and the progress you are making towards your goal. Dig into interesting data or in the industry trends. Update your roadmap and evangelize the product within your company. So you need to ruthless prioritize. Stack rank all of your goals and tasks and build 
time frame for each of the goal. The last skills I see very common in star product managers is they drive culture and leadership. So product manager is a leadership role. Product managers bring people together and they need to lead a team or work towards the same goal. However, product manager is also a role leading without title or power. So star product managers influence the teams and stakeholders contribute to the team culture in a positive way. They influence goals beyond just aligning stakeholders and team behave behind a common set of purpose. It's winning their hearts and mind through the context that establish a shared set of beliefs and a passion to solve the customer problems together. PMs can influence the team and the company culture, start from how you approach the role, how you establish the collaborative relationship with stakeholders, and how to make prioritizations and get stakeholders on board with you. So now we went through some core skills. Let's take a look at the common pitfalls. The first one is short-term versus long-term. The product manager jobs is clearly and precisely describe what is the most important problem or opportunity. Lead the team to build a solution to meet the needs for the for customer. However, I sometimes see product managers get bogged down by either the legacy system, the technical challenges we're facing, team capacity, resource constraints, and they sometimes settle for less or settle for just okay solutions. We're trying to patch the current solution as much as they can. We're trying to find a workaround instead of build the right solution. So I would suggest the customer, I would suggest product managers to focus on the North Star vision, really trying to focus on solve the problems our customers are facing, and drive the long-term goals. Don't sacrifice the long-term long goals for the short-term gains. So the second common pitfall is how to use data. So as a PM, if you work for a well-established company or have a fairly mature team or a mature product, there might be lots of data you will have the luxury to leverage several analytics tools, navigating several dashboards, swimming in the ocean of data. You may get lost in data. Some PMs may have the opposite problem. They're struggling with lack of data because it's a new product, a new team, or we don't have the tools set up yet. So the key thing here is the PM should be able to bring the data to bear where it's needed and synthesize what it means for the business. So just to throw some data there, it doesn't really help you get your point across. So in practice, PM should start with data, ask the right questions. And data could be qualitative data and quantitative data. So the quantitative data, such as numbers, stats, dashboards, and qualitative data could be customer anecdotes, customer interviews, technical experiments. So use the data to answer questions such as, why is it important? And use data to help you understand what were the primary drivers and causes and reasons. So um, another common pitfall is that some PMs are pretty diplomatic. So they will say it depends. 
PMs need to be able to frame important decisions facing the business into programmatic choice or plans of action. PM's job is not say it depends. PM should really list the options, the pros and cons for each options, use data to make a clear recommendation, and also evaluate the alternatives. What's, what are the things we're not considering? What are the things, what are the solutions we explore that we decided not to go down that route? So PMs need to look around the corner and play the few moves ahead, like what are the challenges we can foresee? What are the calculated risks are we taking if we go down this, this, this path? So the last part of my talk, I want to talk about the career path. Before we dive in, I wanted to share this quote from Steve Jobs uh, at the Stanford commencement. So he said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust the dots will somehow connect them in your future. So why I want to share this? Because I think that's it's really a description of how I connect my dots and along my career. So let me share my career path with you. So when I graduated from Multihan Business School, I became a software engineer. I know you must be thinking, why an MBA graduate want to become a software engineer? You're right. I didn't want to become an engineer. Even though I have a master's degree in computer science also, I can code, but coding was not my passion. Coding is still not my passion today. I code sometimes to write a bot and get me some events tickets, but that, that's, that's all I do um, about coding. So back then, I applied a role in the business development team at HP. But the hiring manager told me, you don't have a BD experience, and you don't know the engineer, you don't know the enterprise service world. And I think you should start from the software engineer or solution engineer position, learn to build a product, and learn about industry. So I took his suggestion. It turns out it was a great idea. So the knowledge I gained as an engineer made me a successful BD person later on. Since I know the product so well, I can build and sell the solution to the customers based on the needs. So after I worked as a BD person for a while, I realized I have lots of knowledge. And um, I wanted to use those knowledge about my customers, what their needs and wants, and to build our products better. So I started the path as a product person. So all the job titles listed here are the jobs I held before. Look back, it's my way to connect the dots. And these jobs helped me a lot in my PM role since I know how, how go-to-market how, how go to market works. I know how software development works. I know how support and customer success works. I have done PLL, PNL, et cetera, et cetera. So my point here is career path is not linear, especially for product managers. You have to be a T-shaped people, have the breadth of the, the knowledge of the whole product life cycle, and also you have to go deep in certain areas. When I graduated from Nottingham Business School, I became a software engineer. I know you must be thinking, why an MBA graduate become a software engineer? You're right. I didn't want to be a become an engineer, even though I have a master in computer science. I can code, but coding was not my passion. It's still not my passion. I code sometimes to write a bot and get my 
some events tickets for me, but that's it. So back then, I applied, actually applied a role in the business development team at HP. But the hiring manager told me, you don't have the BD experience and you don't really know the enterprise service world. So how about you start from the software engineer or solution engineer position, learn to build a product first, learn about the industry, and you can transfer to a BD position later on. So I took this suggestion. It turns out it's a great suggestion. The knowledge I gained as an engineer made me such a successful BD person because I know the product so well. And when I build the solutions and sell solutions for the customers, it's really what they needed. So after that, after I worked as a BD person for a while, I realized I have a lot of knowledge of what customers want or need. I wanted to use this knowledge to help my company build a better product to, to fulfill those customer needs. So I started my path as a product person. All the job titles listed here are the jobs I held before. Look back, it's my way to connect the dots. So at these jobs, it helped me a lot in my PM role since I know how go-to-market works. I know how software development works. I know PNL. I have done PNL, and I also know like how support a customer's success works. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So my point here is, career path is not always linear. It's like hiking. In order to get to the top, get to your goal, you might need to zigzag. You might need to go down to go up. So it might also take some time for you to prove yourself at a certain position before you can move on to the next level. So especially product managers, we need to demonstrate a track record of repeated success in shipping quality products first. So once you get into the PM position, what's the career path look like? Ken Sandy did a really good job to illustrate a career path in, a, in, in this PM, uh, in this diagram. So um, you can map your development as a product manager against the two dimensions, the breadth of product under ownership and also the scope of responsibility. As a junior product manager, you will generally be given a small part of products to own, such as a few product features, a few functions. As you grow, you will assume ownership with the responsibilities of a, a, a bigger product or a whole product. And then later, when you get to the senior level, as a product leader, perhaps a people and product manager will report to you and you will manage a portfolio of a product. So from the responsibility perspective, you may start from driving execution first and then get into creative requirements and then set the goals and set success metrics for your products and then set a strategy for your products and for even for your product portfolio. So there are also many different types of product managers such as a technical product manager versus non-technical product manager, inbound product managers versus outbound product managers, PM for consumer products and PM for enterprise products. Besides the core PM skills, each of them requires a different side of skills also. But I like, I like Steve Jobs, so I'd like to end my talk with his quote, and it's from the same commencement. And he said, you got to find what you love. 
So as a product manager, I hope you will find a good fit, a good area of focus that you're passionate about. So that's it for my talk. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you enjoy the session. Thanks for listening to the Product Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Taking the time to write just a few sentences about what you love most about the show will help us improve it and reach even more product people around the world. And when you're done, why not reward yourself with some free product management content and resources over at productschool.com. Until next time, stay product-led.